Greetings, friend, and welcome to the Between the Covers podcast, where we are working to become the heroes of our own story by eliminating the self-limiting beliefs that are preventing us from being anything less than our best. For today, I kind of had an interesting idea, and that is I wanted to talk about the hero's journey. It may be something that you've heard before. It may be something that you're familiar with. If you read novels, if you watch movies, maybe some TV shows. Yet this is something that has been so profound in telling stories that I feel it's worth looking into to see what exactly does it look like to be a hero in these stories. For a little history, the hero's journey, also known as the monomyth, was first coined by Joseph Campbell. And he has this great quote about it that I just want to read this quote exactly as I found it. A hero ventures forth from the world of common day into a region of supernatural wonder. Fabulous forces are there encountered and a decisive victory is won. The hero comes back from this mysterious adventure with the power to to bestow boons on his fellow man. That is a pretty succinct way of defining what we typically see when we are looking at the heroes of fiction and even the heroes in our modern day and within our histories is we see people who overcome insurmountable odds by, in many cases, doing something that they themselves didn't really want to do to begin with. And because of that, they end up receiving some, possibly a status, possibly some kind of treasure, or maybe even just wisdom. And all it is, is something that they can then pass on to others as well. The, the bestowing boons on his fellow man. That's one of the things that I feel I'm doing with this podcast, actually. Is as I'm learning what it is to become the hero of my own story, I'm trying to do my best to offer what I have learned and bless others with it. Help others be able to find the skills and be able to remove the blocks that are stopping them. When we take a look at the structure of the hero's journey, of the monomyth, it's typically broken up into three distinct categories or even time frames of when certain parts of the hero's journey takes place. And I have seen as many as 17 different parts that take place within these three larger categories. What we'll be focusing on today are just seven parts of the what we are typically seeing nowadays. And the first part, or the first category, is the departure. This is the very beginning of the journey. This usually starts in the normal world, 
And this is when the hero receives the call to adventure. And we have so many examples of this. I Over my shoulder, if you're seeing the video part of this, there's a metal poster of Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber. He's one of my all-time favorite Jedis. And when whenever I think of the hero's journey, in fact, I probably should have grabbed Luke's, the poster of Luke's lightsaber. I believe I have that one. But I, I think of Star Wars. In fact, I believe George Lucas even thanked Joseph Campbell or credited Joseph Campbell for the the structure, the ideas that he came up with when he was creating the original Star Wars. And one of the things about the departure is the hero in the story typically refuses the call. Whatever the call to adventure is, he refuses it. Using the story of Luke Skywalker as an example, he he receives the hologram message from R2-D2. And he's like, I can't do that. I can't. I have to get up and go to work in the morning. My uncle's going to kill me if I were to go off and do something like that, considering he's had this, this desire to join the rebellion. He's like, I just, I can't do that. And he refuses the call. Another part in this is a mentor figure shows up and for lack of a better term, instructs or even pushes the hero to accept the call that he is receiving. We see this all over the place. You have Obi-Wan Kenobi mentoring Luke Skywalker. You have Gandalf with Bilbo Baggins and even Frodo Baggins later on. In the Hunger Games, you even have the example of Hamish, who becomes a mentor for Katniss and Peeta. Wow, it's been a while since I've seen those. I'm really testing my knowledge of them. And these mentors tend to inspire and encourage the heroes to accept the call of this adventure. And when we think about our own stories, do you have a mentor? Do you have someone who may be calling you on your own adventure? Whatever that happens to to look like. One of the reasons why I started this podcast is because I have a coach. I have a, a good friend of mine who is a coach who has encouraged me to pursue creating this podcast. She's the one who has pushed me. She's the one who's inspired me. She's the one who has helped me to remove the blocks that were preventing me from taking these steps. Who do you have in your life who could already be doing that for you or maybe is someone who has something that you have admired. 
about their character, about their life, about really anything in any area that you're wanting to grow. Find that mentor if you don't have one. Find someone who can help push you and inspire you and challenge you in these areas that you want to see growth. Once the hero accepts the call to adventure, we now move into what is probably the most story-driven, plot-heavy part of the hero's journey. And that is what is referred to as the initiation. And in the initiation, this is everything that takes place from when the hero crosses the threshold of, all right, I'm going to do this. We're talking Luke Skywalker making the decision, I am going to leave Moss Eisley. I'm going to go to Alderaan. This is Bilbo deciding, I am going to go with these dwarves at the behest of Gandalf in order to go to the Misty Mountains. And I'm so sorry for anyone who knows this stuff better than I do. I'm trying to not over-research this, so I'm just kind of going off of memory. <laughs> I have notes on the journey here in front of me, but none of these examples. <laughs> and then Frodo leaving with Sam in order to take the One Ring to Rivendell to begin with. He wasn't originally going to take it to Mordor. He was just going to take it to Rivendell. See if the elves could protect it. At least I think. Once they cross that threshold, this is where the challenges really start to show up. In fact, once they cross that threshold, that's typically when the first major challenge comes up. And this is where we're going to find most of the supporting cast, most of the people who will come in and out of the story in order to help on this adventure. This is where we typically meet, maybe even for the first time, the main antagonist or whatever the objective is. Not objective, the object. Whatever the object is of this adventure. We typically find that here. And this is everything leading up to the climax. The penultimate conflict where the hero takes everything that they have learned in order to overcome this insurmountable obstacle. It could be something like a major conflict. It could be the destruction of some kind of symbol or artifact or something that is causing the problems. It could be, I'm just going back to Lord of the Rings and could be everything that leads up to the one ring being cast into the, into Mount Doom, into the lava, the only place that it could be destroyed. This is where a lot of the work is done. This is why it's so important 
for us to become heroes of our own stories, to have the mentors and the supports that we need because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is where you have skin in the game. This is where things are going to get hard. This is where a lot of people give up because it's a lot of work. It's difficult. You have to face things about yourself and about your life that maybe you've been avoiding for years. Regardless of what it is, the initiation is the most difficult part of our story. It is where we're going to find the most resistance. That being said, find good supports. Find people who will be by your side through all of this, who can help you through everything that's coming up inside of you or things that are coming up around you. Because when we get to the initiation, this is where it's going to be the most trying and yet also the most rewarding. Once the climax of the initiation is done, then it leads to the last category of the monomyth, and that is the return. Most heroes, they have to leave someplace that was their normal life, that was the common day-to-day, this is how life was. They have to return to that eventually. And typically the return, just like the departure, the heroes tend to not want to go back. With a few exceptions, but most of them don't want to go back. They don't want to go back to their normal life. When they eventually do, they recognize how much the adventure has changed them, how much they have improved. They begin to discover their worth and they start to share that more and more with the people around them, the people who are closest to them. These heroes sometimes even become mentors themselves to help the next generation of heroes accept their call to adventure. And this is just a very, what, 10,000 foot view of the hero's journey. And when we are looking at what we commonly see, I'm thinking of Hollywood, yet this is also something that you can find all of these beats within almost any novel as well, is that there are seven steps to the hero's journey. And that is, you start out in the ordinary world. We've all had that, right? We've all been there. For for many of us, the, the ordinary world is one that we're familiar with, but it's one that we're not typically happy to be in. There is the call to adventure. Then there is the refusal of the call. Then we find a mentor. Mentor comes in our life. There is crossing the threshold. 
Then there is the ordeal, as I was describing in the initiation. That's the ordeal. And then there is the return. Kind of makes me curious. Where are you? Where are you in this, in these steps of the hero's journey? For a long time, I stayed within just the ordinary world. Maybe I had received a call and I just, I kept refusing it because I didn't believe I was good enough. I, I, <laughs> you want to talk about self-limiting beliefs. Oh, I, I cannot even tell you how many self-limiting beliefs I had. I had excuses and justifications for why I wasn't good enough, why others were always better than me. And that changed once I found mentors. I found mentors who helped me with my recovery from my unwanted sexual behavior. I've had mentors who have helped me overcome the obstacles preventing me from writing my novel. I'm still working on that one, to be honest. I have had mentors who have helped me overcome the blocks that were keeping me from taking brave steps like starting this podcast or even starting my own business. That's where I'm at right now. I would say in a lot of ways, I've crossed the threshold and I'm in the ordeal. There are some areas I'm still reluctant to cross that threshold. And I'm, I'm still working on those. It, it's a journey. It is going to be a journey. Yet, you too can also partake of this journey in order to improve yourself, in order to be the hero. And that's what I want to encourage you to do. Take a look at where you are in your own journey. Follow. Follow the steps. See what's next. See what's holding you back and start to challenge them. Start to challenge those blocks. Remove those self-limiting beliefs. It could be through therapy. It could be from coaching. It could be from reading. It could be from changing who you spend time with. If you're around a lot of naysayers, then they're going to naysay you out of what your dreams are. Wow, I can't believe that's the first time I've said this on this podcast. We're talking a lot about following your dreams. We need people like you. We need people who are going to follow the, their dreams. We need people who are going to step out in their power and in their authority. We need people who are going to be heroes. And if this is something that has inspired you, then join me. Join me on this adventure. I'm excited to continue sharing more. And I'm also excited to see what the future has in store for you. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you like what you're hearing and you're interested in working with me, there is a link to my website in the show notes and also a link just to schedule a free 50-minute one-on-one call with me. Let's get the conversation started. Also, please rate and review this podcast so more people are able to find it. Thank you so much, and I'm looking forward to talking with you again soon.